Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I know everybody's looking forward to uh, about three weeks from now when Poirier and McGregor 3 happens. Uh, We'll talk about that in a second. But uh, Saturday night, uh, they had a fight night. Uh, The Korean zombie uh, beat Ige. uh, And let's bring Mafia in now, Brian Siano, to break it all down for us. What did you think of uh, Zombie's performance? You didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming. Did anybody? I don't think anybody saw it coming because it wasn't the kind of performance we see from him. It wasn't him just coming forward trying to brawl. It wasn't him just throwing down on the feet and trying to you know, beat you up until you or he go down. It was a much different performance. He was much more reserved, kind of back, you know, picking his spots. He used takedowns. This is not the Korean zombie we were used to seeing. He was a very different fighter in this fight, and that's why he uh, was able to pull us out against Ige. I think he surprised him. I think Ige, you know, he said, listen, if this guy just wants to brawl, I'm going to knock him out. He was expecting something like that, and that's not what the Korean zombie brought. And all this talk all week about not wanting main events and, you know, just wanting to do certain big fights. Well, you know, if he fights like that, he can continue with these main events. He can keep going and try to get back to the top of that division, fight for a title, because that's a smart, tactical way. You know, and look, for me, it's a, very much the same as we saw with a guy uh, like Justin Gatchi. You know, Gatchi in the beginning of his career would just come out and just free swing and try to knock everybody's heads off. And then he realized, like, listen, if I fight different, if I fight a little more reserved, first of all, I'm going to last a lot longer. There's a lot of chance of me, you know, less chance of me getting knocked out. And I have a better chance of winning. And that's what we saw with the Korean zombie. And, you know, he didn't come uh, the way we thought he would. He, he kind of burned us on the picks there. Him and both Matt Brown with the knockout, too. We didn't see that coming. So we only hit two and two on the money line. But it was still a good night for us because we hit all three of those prop bets we put out there. We hit that would go the distance in zombie versus Ige. We hit that it was going to go over the one and a half when Spivak beat Olenek. And we also hit that Vera was going to win by submission of points in his win. So uh, it was a very good weekend for us overall. Well, I thought the Brown knockout was unbelievable. Yeah, it was, and that puts him up there. You know, you see records of, like, in that division, most finishes or, you know, most all-time uh, finishes in the UFC, and he's around, you know, in those probably like the fifth or sixth guy in those, and you say, wow, that's impressive. That's incredible. I mean, it's mostly, as we talk about with baseball players, he's a compiler. He's been around forever. I mean, he's been fighting in the UFC probably 10 to 15 years, so he has put on a ton of fights all the time. That's how you get some of those because there's plenty on the opposite way of him getting finished or him getting knocked out. But still, he you know, surprised you there. He got the nice little uh, punch that Lima didn't see coming. Lima was doing a good job getting some punches in there. And then every now and then, you just get caught in MMA. If you get hit on the right spot, it's lights out. So uh, the 600,000 buys for UFC 263, that's disappointing for me. I thought it was a huge card. And then you had, like, 
Mayweather and Logan Paul had way more buys for that stupid exhibition than an actual kick-ass card that it was. I mean, it is when you put it up against that, when you put it up against, you know, McGregor fights, when you put it up against some of these big boxing fights, you know, Mayweather fight, whether it's a joke fight or not, it's going to get huge buys. But then when you compare it against the, you know, pay-per-view before that, we had that Chandler Oliveira fight. You had, you know, the uh, Ferguson Darius fight, you know, a good card before that. That did about 300,000. So it, you know, more than doubled what the previous card did. So it did do much better. If you get over that 500,000, that's usually a good night for a pay-per-view card. So they did that. And Adesanya has done that his last couple but it wasn't what you would expect, you know, compared to some of these other fight cards for sure. So what did uh, Adesanya say to Whitaker in response to Whitaker's comments? Well, Whitaker, you know, talked about his, Adesanya's last fight. He said, listen, you, obviously he won. He's a great fighter. He's like, well, nothing he did was that exciting that last fight. He didn't do anything that I'm like, oh, wow, that's impressive. Or, you know, that he kind of just, he fought to win, but he didn't do anything to really push over and, you know, just steamroll Vittori, who he should have, the way he was dominating him. So he said, you know, I saw things in that fight that I think I could work off of, to which, we, you know, Adesanya just replied with a picture of his fist on Whitaker's face when he knocked him out and said, well, if my performance was, you know, unimpressive, what was yours? Yeah, because he beat his ass. So what do you think three weeks from now, Poirier and McGregor, what are you doing early on this one in terms of lean? I think that's a loaded card. I'm, I'm leaning towards Portia. I've lent that whole way. You know, before the second fight I did, the way they announced the third fight, I was the same way. I'm not changing until I see something different from Connor in that fight and maybe change it in, in game. But right now, you know, Portia is just the better fighter all around. He showed in that last fight. Uh, we welcome our radio affiliates, Sirius XM Channel 204, Mightier 1090 in San Diego, Sports Map, Sports Byline, Armed Forces Radio. It's for all Coast to Coast. We're talking the fight game with Mafia. De La Hoya wants a rematch with Mayweather now after he fights against Belfort, do you think it'll happen? <laughs> no, I don't think it'll happen. Because Mayweather's not going to fight a real fight. Now, I'm not saying De La Hoya at his age and at this point of his career is a real fight or a real challenge for Mayweather either. But he's not going to come back against a real boxer. He's going to come back against, you know, kickboxers who's going to kick their ass. He's going to come against the Paul brothers. He's going to do these stupid fights because if you're going to pay him 30 to $100 million to do those, why is he going to waste his time taking a chance of actually losing that perfect record by fighting a real fighter? So what did you think of uh, Anderson Silva beating Julio Cesar Chavez Jr.? I think uh, Chavez Jr. now is just basically a bum. Listen, you got to give credit to Silva, but I also thought Chavez looked out of shape and fat. I, I thought he came in there and he didn't take it seriously. You saw, you know, he had the third round when he started backing down Silva and Silva was in the corner. You already had Chavez breathing heavy through his mouth. It was an eight-round fight. Before halfway through, this guy's breathing heavy, and he's the one who was in charge at that point of the fight. And Silva just, you know, picked him apart from the outside. A nice uppercut he had, I think, in round four. It was a great performance by him, but I'm also not that impressed with his opponent and how he, you know, approached the fight. How about uh, Jamal Charlo now 32-0? He won his fight against uh, Montiel this weekend. He did, and he dominated that. I'm tired of these articles I was reading with, like, oh, you know, it was a much tougher opponent than it would have seemed on paper. He got it 119, 118, 120. Like, it got worse and worse as you read through the card. So was it really that much of a challenge when you're getting just about every round? I don't think so. He dominated a guy who should have kicked his ass. All right, when we come back, we're going to get into uh, all the baseball from over the weekend. We got a lot of great stuff to go through on Coast to Coast. Don't go anywhere. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Hop, hop, hooray! Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's get into some baseball from the weekend. Yes, let's do that. We'll start with the Yankees. They beat the A's yesterday 2-1. to one. They take two out of three from Oakland over the weekend. But the story, their third triple play of the season. This one ended the game in the ninth. The A's had two on, nobody out, Chapman on the mound. Here it is on the Yes Network. This could be one, two, I mean, it is crazy they keep uh, turning triple plays. But I think more importantly, beating the A's, who are a really good team, uh, that says a lot more than the triple plays. Uh, They need to win games, and that's just all there is to it. So they're playing better against a good team is a good sign. But uh, there's been so much inconsistency with this team. Just because they had a nice three-game series, I'm not buying anything until I see more wins. Yeah, Booney uh, talked about this after the game as well. He's happy that they took two out of three. And he cannot believe either the amount of triple plays that the Yankees continue to pull. Aaron Boone for you on a Monday. For us to have three and two in a series, or two in you know, three or four days here, and the crazy part about it is, you know, I got a pretty good line of sight to it. As soon as he hit the ball... You know, usually a triple play sneaks up on you, you know, right away. With I'm thinking, that's a triple play. And sure enough, you know, Gio does a great job, perfect oh. feed. DJ's able to turn it over, and, and uh, you know, that's two two huge ones with Chappie on the mound late in the game, obviously. Um, but <laughs> I'll tell you what, those, it's, it's exciting to be a part of that when, when, when it ends the game. Uh, you know, in a tight game. So great job by the guys and great job by, by Chappie just continuing to make some pitches. I've never seen that before in a ninth inning to end a game, uh, a triple play. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that. <laughs> I mean, it was perfect, too. I mean, it got hit right at Urshela. He was on the bag. All he had to do was step on it. It was probably as easy a triple play as you could ever possibly get. The Nationals beat the Mets 5-2. to two. They took three out of four 
from the Mets over the weekend. But Kyle Schwarber, the big guy, is on a tear right now, Scotty. He hits three homers yesterday. He hit five in two games, tying a major league record. He's hit nine in his last 10 games for the Nationals. Here's Schwarber. He just wanted to prove that he was a lot better than the awful year he had last year in Chicago. Kyle Schwarber for you. I'm playing more with the chip on my shoulder because, you know, I know that I was better than what I was last year. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't say it's a chip. I would say, you know, I'm going out there and uh, I'm trying to, you know, one, prove something to myself and, uh, you know, try to, help in the, try to help the team win every day. You know, that's kind of me. You know, I just want to go out there every day. And, you know, if it's not in the, if it's not in the batter's box, out, out in the field, if it's not in the field or the batter's box, it's in the dugout, in the clubhouse, whatever it is. I mean, the guy's uh, tearing it up right now. I don't think that team – I mean, that was a huge series for them because the Mets are, you know, supposed to be way better than the Nationals, and it was the other way around this weekend. Yes, it was. The Mets actually, Scotty, playing another doubleheader right now. They just got underway at City Field against the Braves. Game one, Jacob deGrom on the hill. He hit 101 in the first inning. Looks like he's feeling pretty good. They are scoreless right now. The Mets also get Jeff McNeil back. He's been out for weeks uh, with the hammy issue. He is active for the doubleheader. The Astros sweep the White Sox. They've won seven in a row, eight to two. Here's Tony LaRussa. He's not going to make any excuses for losing all four games in H-Town, Mr. LaRussa. No, it's like I mentioned, you know, they just played better than we did. Uh, I think I was going to stand up and think and sit up because my butt's so sore from getting kicked for four days. It hurts to sit down. But, uh, you know, being outplayed, a lot of it is the stuff that they did really well. <laughs> And, uh, you know, some of this stuff that we can be accountable for that we could have done better. But I just think that, uh, especially when you try to get across the fans, oh, God. try oh, my God. explanation of excuses, we just got beat. And, uh, 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 we better than we were. I can't even take it anymore. Listen, uh, I told you on Friday that they were going down there and that they were going to have their hands full with the Astros. I mean, whether you like it or not with the cheaters, they're a really good team, and they pushed them around. That was a bad weekend for the White Sox. Really bad weekend. The Blue Jays beat the Orioles 7-4. to Vladimir Guerrero Jr. will not compete in the home run derby in Colorado. He says thanks, but no thanks. We know that Otani will compete. In the home run derby, Tigers beat the Angels 5-3 yesterday, but Otani hits his 23rd home run. He is now tied with Vladdy for the league lead. Let's hear it on Bally Sports West. Look out! You know what's crazy is, is that... Um, you know, he's got the home run lead now, right? And, and you know, like a week ago, we were talking about Vladi yeah. running away with the MVP, and I think that all uh, has to hit the brakes on that. And now here's this guy again, had an unbelievable week. Not only did he hit a bunch of home runs, like five of them, he won a game as a, a starting pitcher. So what he's doing right now, I think he just passed Vladi for the MVP race. If you're into that kind of thing. 
Yeah, six home runs in his last six games. And in the middle of all that, he had a six-inning, one-run pitching performance. So, yes, Shohei Otani back in the mix, no doubt, with a huge week as he's back with Guerrero in the MVP talk. The Mariners walked off Tampa at home. They swept them also. A 6-2 win. The Rays have lost seven in a row. The walk-off shed long for the Mariners on Root Sports Northwest. I don't even know who that is, Shed Long. Uh, and I'll tell you what, that sweep is enormous for the Mariners and their fans against what I think is the best team maybe in baseball, the Rays. I'm a little surprised at that, uh, to be honest with you. Yeah, the Rays have lost seven in a row. They're going to call up their top prospect, Wander Franco. He will play in Tuesday's game for them. The Padres swept four games for the Reds. They had a 3-2 win on Sunday. Fernando Tatis Jr., Scotty, hurt again. Left the game Saturday with a shoulder injury. He did not play in yesterday's game. As we know, the Padres start a big series with the Dodgers tonight at Petco. Dodgers swept Arizona. The D-backs have now lost 17 straight. I mean, 23 straight on the road, 17 straight overall. Three-run homer for Albert Pujols yesterday. The Rockies hit four homers against the Brewers in the sixth inning. Didn't matter. They lost 7-6. to six. The Cubs beat the Marlins 2-0. The Cards and the Braves split a doubleheader, and the Indians beat the Pirates 2-1. How about the Pirates taking two out of three from the Tribe? We have games tonight, Scotty. A little bit of a lighter schedule in baseball. The Astros are in Baltimore against the Orioles. The Indians are in Chicago against the Cubbies. We have Oakland in Texas tonight. Montero on the hill against Gibson. And we have the Reds in Minnesota against the Twinkies. I took the Mets in both games in that doubleheader. I took the Dodgers tonight. I'm on the Astros in Baltimore. I'm on the Cubs. I'm on the A's. I'm on the Reds, and I'm on the Brewers. And I don't. I see the Reds game in, in Minneapolis, and that Brewers game is in Arizona. They stink, so there's my snags. And you got game two, Mets-Braves at City tonight. We've got the Brewers and the D-backs, and... Dodgers-Padres tonight. You Darvish on the hill in Petco. Minus 132, the Padres are favorite. Yeah, I like the Dodgers, like I said. And it's great. We got that game on tonight and the hockey game. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. 
Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. weekend when it comes to hockey i hit the islanders on saturday and i hit uh the knights on sunday and you know i didn't think they dominated that game they could have easily lost that game they were down one nothing and uh, you know at overtime anything goes you, you never know right they got lucky they got that early goal from Wah, but uh, i hit both of those bets this weekend i was pretty excited about that yeah, three great games over the weekend between Friday night and Sunday night with the Knights and the Habs, Saturday night, the Islanders and the Lightning. Of course, Friday, you had Fleury give the game away there at the end of the third period, gives it to Anderson, the open net. The Canadians end up winning that game in OT last night. The Knights even it up, two games apiece, 2-1 to one in OT. Nick Waugh figures a guy named Waugh gets it done against the Canadians in Montreal. Here it is on NBCSN. Hands out, Tuck goes across. Pacioretty on a change. He'll circle the track. He'll wind one off sticks. It's available. Price says no. The rebound. They score. Nick Waugh does it. And the Vegas Golden Knights win game four in overtime. I was stoked. I hit the Friday bet as well with Montreal and then turned around and bet against them on Sunday. And Vegas got it done. That's a huge win. Now you've got an incredible series tied at twos going back for tomorrow night in Vegas, game five. Uh, then they'll go to the Bell Center. This thing's uh, going seven. Uh, I, I just have a feeling. But, you know, I, I think I'm, you know, leaning back toward Vegas uh, in that building at T-Mobile on uh, the Strip. I think they'll get it done at home. But I think, you know, they're having problems, Mike, scoring on Carey Price. And I think the Canadians yeah. have played great in every game, even last night. They have played some perfect games in this series. They've done a really nice job. Unfortunately for them, they lose the overtime game. 2-2, back to T-Mobile tomorrow night. Vegas general manager Kelly McCrimmon also tested positive for COVID, so he won't be hanging out at the arena for the games. That series 2-2, the other series also 2-2, and the Islanders can thank Ryan Pollock. A game-saving block in the final seconds on Saturday night seals the 3-2 win for the Islanders. Let's hear it on USA Network. Shout to McDonough. Has the game on his stick. Oh! What a block in front by Pollock. The Islanders win game four. Wow. Boy, Edzo. Wow. If they win the <laughs> series and the Stanley Cup, uh, Pollock will be a hero forever on Long Island and never pay for a meal or a drink as long as he lives. That was one of those plays that'll go down in franchise history, but only if they win the series. They got to win because if they don't win, they'll forget about it. No doubt. Uh, that's the kind of play you got to finish it off now, and it will be remembered forever if they can. They have a Game 5 tonight, Scotty, in Tampa at Amelie Arena. 
We know the deal here. The Islanders in the playoffs so far, 2-0 in Game 5s on the road. They won in Pittsburgh. They won in Boston. They will try to do it again tonight. Right now, the Lightning, minus 176. They are the favorites. The Islanders, plus 148 on the money line. Gone down a little bit from early this afternoon. Uh, goal line, Islanders getting a goal and a half, minus 184. And the Lightning, minus a goal and a half at plus 152. Yeah, I got to tell you, like, I know that you've always been on uh, the Islanders winning game six and then winning game seven in Tampa. I think they're going to have to do that because I like Tampa tonight to win. And I still like the Islanders on the puck line, though. I think every game's been so phenomenal. I think this will be the same thing. I won't be surprised if the Islanders win game five. They did it to the Penguins. They did it to the Bruins. I could see them doing it tonight. But I did bet on Tampa to win this game. And I think they've had the Islanders a problem with Braden Point. Keep an eye on him tonight. He's been a real issue for them. they got to do a better job against Point. Everyone else, they've taken him out of their game. And then uh, it's going to come down to Wednesday night on Long Island, I think. If they lose tonight, the Islanders, I think they'll win game six. I think we'll go back here, what, Friday night for a game seven, which makes this week kick ass for hockey fans. Yeah, I think that uh, I'm with you. I've been that way for a while. It was going to be very hard for this team to win three in a row after they got down 2-1. Tough game in Tampa tonight. We'll see if the Islanders can continue their magic in game fives. Sidney Crosby named the most complete player by an NHLPA players poll. Jacob Slavin wins the Lady Bing for gentleman play. First defenseman to win it in like 20, 25 years or something like that. So nice job by Slavin. Let's go to the U.S. Open, Scotty. How about John Rahm yesterday? Unbelievable. He birdies 17. He birdies 18 to take the outright lead. He hangs on as Louis Ustase and once again chokes it away. Let's hear the birdie on 18 from Rahm on NBC. John Rahm for birdie. How big this is from 18 feet. It's similar to the putt he just made at 17. He keeps his head still this time. Pretty big one made here 13 years ago. Absolutely. Sunday. That was to get into a playoff. We'll see. First of all, this goes in and what it means. How long do you think this is going to take? me of uh, Payne Stewart to be honest with you I I love when a guy uh, takes it and you know nails two birdies in a row I will say this though uh, you know you talk about him choking the bottom line is that guy's a great golfer Louis Ustase and and he is in every major he finished second in the PGA he finished second in the US Open he's made more money in two uh, tournaments than you'll make in a lifetime fans of golf Uh, he's an incredible performer in majors as much, if not more so, than Brooks Kepka, uh, who faded, and DeChambeau and all these other guys. They're the chokers. I don't think, uh, for one minute, Louis Ustazen choked. I thought John Rahm took it from his ass. And let's hear from John Rahm. He felt destined to win, especially after what happened to him at the Memorial two weeks ago where he got taken out of the tournament with that big lead. Here's John Rahm. It felt like such a fairy tale story that I knew it was going to have a happy ending. I, I could just tell, just going down the fairway after that first tee shot, that second shot, and that birdie. 
I knew there was something special in the air. I could just feel it. I just knew it. That's uh, awesome. Th- I, couldn't have told you in the moment, but I felt something special. And that's why I played as aggressive as I did, because I'm like, man, this is my day. Everything's going to go right. And uh, and I feel like that helped me be calm. I just knew that I, I could do it and, and believed it. I always love it when, uh, you know, really good golfers win their first major. It's uh, it's the one they never forget. Uh, that guy, the, the 17th and 18th hole on a very brutal golf course at Torrey Pines, as usual, a great finish at the U.S. Open on the back nine. It's always the same thing every year on Father's Day. It's just fantastic. It really is. And you mentioned a bunch of guys that were the real chokers in this tournament. How about this knucklehead Bryson DeChambeau? He was very much in the mix as he hit the back nine. He was one stroke back. Then he blows up with a 44 on the back nine. He bogeys 11. He bogeys 12. He double bogeys 13. He quadruple bogeys 17. But don't you worry, Scotty. That wasn't bad golf. He just had some bad luck. Here's Bryson DeChambeau. I didn't get off the rails at all. It's it's golf. (laughs) People are going to say that I did this or I did that, and it was honestly just golf. I've had plenty of times where I've hit it way worse than I did today, and I've won. Shot a 44. you know, it was one of those things that oh. uh, I just didn't have the right breaks happen at the right time. And I could breaks. have easily shot, you know, gotten to seven, eight under today. And uh, shut up. You know, I just wasn't fully confident with a golf swing shut and up. just got a little unlucky in, in the rough and in a couple other places. Please. I swear on my mother's grave, I've shot better than him on the back nine on that golf course at Torrey Pines. I've kept it in the threes. Uh, I never had a 44 on the back nine at, at – uh, at the south course at Torrey Pines. That's that's as bad as, like, my buddy that's had 15 beers on the golf course dropping a 44. That sucks. I mean, what else? How do you describe job. it? I cannot believe that guy says it's just golf. No, it isn't. He had, had the luck. lead, and he choked. Awful. He was awful. Uh, I got another parlay for you. How about a golf parlay for you, Scotty? How about my man here who laid two bills down way back in January that the Bucks? would win the Super Bowl over the Chiefs, and he parlayed it with Rom to win the U.S. Open. Two bills, and he gets his 5500 after Rom finished the job yesterday. I know you had to wait six months for that money, but I guess five bills, five, five grand. I'll, I'll be all right waiting six months for that, Scotty. I mean, that is incredible. And by the way, Rom, you know, he proposed to his wife at Torrey Pines when he won a tournament there yes. a few years ago. Dedicated it to his newborn son. Uh, you couldn't be happier for the guy. Listen, again, my hat's off to Louis Ustazen. He's very boring. Uh, nicest guy ever. Super lame. He's not a media darling at all. No one cares about him. He's South African. But he's the nicest guy ever. And everyone on tour loves him. And the guy comes up big in majors. Do you know how much money he makes finishing second? I mean, yeah. you, it's more money than guys make all year on tour. In one four-day stretch, he makes more money than guys make the whole season. No, it's true. Uh, you get a very nice chunk of change. $1.3 million Louis Oosthuizen got for finishing second at the Open. And by the way, the next major is your favorite. The Open Championship, which we will always call the British Open. And right now, your favorite to win, of course, John Rahm, plus 850. He is the uh, leader right now. Rory is there. And you mentioned Louis Oosthuizen. 29 to 1 
to win the British Open. He's won it before. He's got two seconds in majors, Scotty. How about Louie with an early ticket for the Open? Give me Louie and Rory. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Kidding me, Saturday night, four-time world champ, Gervonta Tank Davis sets his sights on history and a title in a third weight class against towering champ Mario L.S. Take a Barrios. Plus, you got top 154-pound contenders, Erickson Lubin against Jason Rosario. That's going to be a great fight all this Saturday night in Atlanta at the State Farm Arena. It's the 26th of Saturday, by the way. Uh, it's going to be a great fight, honestly. Uh, you take on the WBA super lightweight world champion, El Azteca Barrios. The guy's got five and a half inches on Davis. We all know the story about Davis, 24-0 with 23 knockouts. He means business. Uh, he's a Mayweather fighter. He's ready to go. He's been training in Vegas for this fight. It's on Showtime pay-per-view Saturday night at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, promoted by Mayweather Promotions, GTD, and TGB Promotions. Tickets are available at Ticketmaster.com. Going to be a great fight. Trust me, this is going to be a war. Tank Davis and El Azteca Barrios going at it Saturday night in Hot Town. They've had a lot of action in Hot Town lately with the Hawks getting involved at State Farm Arena. And now they go on to the Eastern Conference Final against the Bucks. Let's bring in our buddy, Cousin Sal, on a Monday to break it all down. Do you like their chances at all, Sal, now that they disposed of Doc Rivers and the Sixers? Well, that's hard. I mean, Doc Rivers is usually very clutch in these games. So for them to actually dethrone the king, Doc seems like a nice guy, but may, may not be in the right profession. Look, you can't rule anything out. I don't even know what I'm watching with these basketball games, bro. What happens? Like, everyone's star, you know, you got all right, James Harden, he can't shoot. He can't make an open three. So the Nets don't advance. Uh, you know, Joe Harris 
is as cold as the Arctic Ocean. Get it? Fine. Nets don't advance, but Giannis can't hit free throws. That team advances. Trey Young, 5 for 26 or whatever he was. That team advances. I don't even know what I'm watching. I wouldn't count it out. I did think that was a little high. Bucks minus 500. I thought it'd be in the 320, 340 range, somewhere around there. But uh, Giannis kind of owns this team. 5-0, and head-to-head with Trey Young. I think it's Bucks and 6. But to say I'm not giving Atlanta a chance, I don't know what's going on with these dumb playoffs, right? You have to give them some kind of puncher's chance. I don't know. I think Atlanta is going to have a real problem, uh, much like uh, Brooklyn did with Giannis, Middleton, Lopez, uh, Holiday, uh, you know, Connaughton banging the boards, Tucker's defense, because every night it seems like last night, Young couldn't hit the broadside of a barn, but he still went for 21 and 10. Those 10 dimes were crucial. His late three that he did hit was crucial. But then uh, you see nothing from Collins. You see nothing from Bogdanovich. I think the Hawks have too many guys night to night that don't show up, whereas it seems to me, Sal, every night the Bucks, those four or five guys show up every single night. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't believe it as inconsistent as Middleton was. He was like a plus 20 in the last two games. And then you looked at, uh, you, you, yeah, you, you, like you said, Drew Holiday, another one. It took a lot of abuse, but he averaged seven and a half assists per game, his career high. So, yeah, they throw a lot of talent at you, the Bucks. That's for sure. But I just want Giannis to throw. Just miss the free throw, buddy. Chuck it at the hoop. We don't need this to be a seven-hour game. You're going to miss it anyway. Just let's get it going. You get to the finals faster that way. Holiday was terrible in that game. Saturday, but yeah. the bottom line was when they got to overtime, he hit that little uh, uh, baseline popper mid-range. He came up big when it mattered, and yeah. uh, I never thought uh, that I actually was all over the Bucks on Saturday night. I, I bet him to win outright and the one and a half, and nice. I thought it was because Brooklyn had one guy on the whole team showing up every night and nobody else. Green one night has 27, the next night he has none. So when you talk about the Sixers – uh, and Ben Simmons, uh, how soon uh, will they find a sucker to take him in a trade? Because he's done in Philly. I think, you know, there, there's no hiding this, right, bro? Right? It's like not like we're making a fantasy trade here and you can kind of get him in under the wire and, and confuse your friend who's not paying attention. Ben Simmons, you really just can't win with him. He can't be your second best player. He can't be your second highest paid player. He's afraid to shoot because he's afraid to get fouled. He's afraid to dunk. He might get fouled. He's taking four shots a game, and the fact that he, like, registers top two, top three in defensive player of the year anymore, I don't think it matters. It really doesn't. You're going four on five defensively. No one's covering. No one's covering him because they know he doesn't want to shoot. And, boy, the Doc Rivers taking a shot at him. What did Doc say yesterday? They asked him, can you win with Ben Simpson as your point guard? And he's like, I don't know. He pulled the Garrett Cole. He's like, I don't know that I can answer that right now. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think you just answered it, pal. <laughs> you can't win with Ben Simmons. Yeah, because they're going to get rid of him. And you know yeah. what? You know, Maury didn't hire Doc Rivers either. So I got to tell right. you, his playoff failures – are unequaled by his peers. No one has ever lost more playoff series than Doc Rivers. I, frankly, I think he's terrible. I mean, the guy's uh-huh. bad luck. I've never seen anything like a guy lose like him. Every time he, he's in the playoffs, he loses. I mean, I literally uh, place bets against him because I know in the end he loses. Yes. I feel like you don't trust the process. Why don't you just come out and say you don't trust the process? <laughs> the I process hate Philadelphia is giving them and Joel Embiid. 
Yeah, I mean, Embiid's a great player. By the way, I had him over 31 and a half points. He scored 31. Good job by me. But, uh, you know, it's a guard-driven league. It's guards, and their best player is a center. And they can't, you know, when we're, we're, we're marveling over Seth Curry, uh, something's wrong with that team, right? So let's go back to the uh, – before they played that game yesterday, the Clippers and Suns, go back to the game that the Clippers eliminated the Jazz – uh, at Staples in game six. What did you think of that performance in the second half by the Clippers and all those shots they were hitting and George was going off, Jackson was going off, they, and uh, even even Beverly must have hit four or five threes. I almost fell over. And what did you think of their performance in that game and then their performance yesterday? Because I thought that Suns-Clippers game one was awesome. Well, I think it was a little unfair making them play Friday night and then the earliest game Sunday, right? It wasn't like a noon tip-off, but it was early. So they kind of given up the game. They, they I, I'm not going to say they should have tried harder, but that's a game Chris Paul's out. It's looking like he's out game two. He's hanging out in uh, La La Land here, so I don't think he's going to be making it for game two. But that was unbelievable. I mean, they scored 82 points in the second half against the Jazz, a team that couldn't miss. They took it to the, the best team in the West. And they beat him up. Terrence Mann, what do you have, 39 points? Came back down to earth Sunday, like you said. I think he only had nine. But it's going to be tough to dispel the Suns. I really do think it's going to be – it could be a game. I don't want to say Suns in four because that guy is uh, making a name for himself. But I really do feel like it's going to be Suns in five or somewhere around there. They just throw too much at you, the Suns do. And Devin Booker, triple-double now. Has he um, has he solved the Kardashian curse now? Well, Kendall Jenner? on his arm and he's got a sons and four guy watching his back. It may be all right. This could be good. (laughs) He's got, he's just like, I mean, he is the lobster tail. Your boy's got more tail than anybody. He's got it all going (laughs) D book. I have to tell you though, I don't buy that, that uh, it's going to be this easy. I, in fact, I like the Clippers tomorrow night. If, if Paul isn't playing, that was a, a game that changed leads, you know, 20 times. Yeah. I think the Clippers can beat them tomorrow night. And at the very least, I'm taking that sixth spot right now before it moves. Yeah. Yeah, it's smart. I guess get, getting grabbing the points is uh, as good as you can get there. But, look, you, there's no – you know what? Take, see who's winning the first quarter. Live bet the other way. That's what to do. Live bet the other way. And speaking of live bets, I don't want to change subjects on you. Have you ever seen a live bet in baseball higher than minus 750 with my Mets and DeGrom? They're up one nothing going into the second. They were minus 750. Now we're top of the third. But good Lord, and they're checking his belt and everything. He's not a human being. Of course you would check him between every inning. Listen, uh, they're going to start feeling up pitchers now after they leave the mound in every single yeah. game. This will only take five hours to play a game now. What did you think <laughs> of their performance against the Nationals? It made me want to barf. Yeah, I didn't like it. So they they, they dropped it five two. I don't know if you see. I'm I'm completely sunburned because I was scorekeeper for my son's uh, little league tournament yesterday, and I forgot all about the screen. So I uh, I missed the uh, Mets performance yesterday. But yeah, it was a rough weekend indeed. I really only just look forward to the the uh, the Grom starts at this point. So what did you have, uh, Sal? Big Father's Day, and then you were doing the Little League action. Did you have anything else going on, like a dinner or anything? Did you have it all, barbecue? Did you go out? Because everybody loves dads on Father's Day, and then the rest of the year we're all worthless and weak. We do nothing. We don't contribute. We're lazy. We're slobs. 
Yeah, so I took on the job as scorekeeper for these tournaments, and it's the worst thing I did because you got the parents every 35 seconds asking what the score is and how many outs there are. Now, I've been keeping score since I'm seven years old, but you can't take your eye on it because I keep score for the other team too. So that took all day, and then we went to dinner at night. But I don't know how you did gift-wise. I get these shorts. I feel like guys are shortchanged. They're making fun of the fathers. They buy them these shorts that are not hip, they're not stylish. If I'm lucky enough to see 65, 15 years from now, I'm gonna be getting the same kind of shorts. Like if I gave my wife like Hillary, Hillary Clinton uh, uh, pantsuits, she would slap me in the face, but but I'm getting these old man shorts. What did you get? How'd you make out? Listen, Sal, 34C is a lot cooler than that. She knows what I need. She got me <laughs> a new pair of LeBron, uh, Arnold Palmer's. Oh. I didn't even know they made them. In the middle of the shoe, which is absolutely kick-ass to begin with, the shoe is badass, and the color scheme is sickening. But inside the shoe, there's a giant glass of Arnold Palmer, the lemonade iced tea concoction. What? I mean, it's just the most fantastic thing you've ever seen. I got them. They're so nice. I won't even wear them for like upwards of a year and a half. Yesterday, I broke out a pair of LeBron low cuts that I got at Christmas, and I haven't worn them until whatever it is, June, whatever. I busted those out yesterday. I played in them, and now I got a new back. I got a backup with LeBron Arnold Palmer's badass oh, gift, man. and I got this beautiful chain, uh, beaded chain with my kids' names on it, and I got laid. Which is awesome. Oh, that's nice. Oh, with the shoe. Unbelievable. Uh, boy, your wife still treats you like you're a 14-year-old boy. See, I need that. I don't know how I can get that. But the shoes and everything. God all bless right, you. So you got it all figured out. Now, tell me, tonight we've actually got two big events going on. Game five in Tampa with the Lightning and the Islanders. Series tied at twos. And another Dodger Padre series is starting in SoCali, Cal. Hey, did you see this is the first time the Dodgers have been an underdog since October 2019? Is that even possible? I know they played a shortened season 2020, but for God's sakes, I mean, they didn't have a, a spot starter in there, are there anywhere. I mean, that's a, I think it's a little fixed here. I'm going Padres, right? You got you Darvish on the bump. I'm taking them. And what'd you say? Oh, the hockey game. I'm going under goals, under one and a half goals in the first period. Ten of the last 11 first periods for the Lightning have gone under. There's been a bunch of zero zeros in there. Not sure who's going to win the game. We'll probably go to overtime, but that's my play. Under and the Padres. Yeah, I've been hitting the games like crazy. Uh, I hit the Canadians on Friday, Vegas yesterday, hit the Islanders on Saturday. I'm going wow. Tampa tonight to win, but I'll take that goal and a half with the Islanders on the puck line. And Carver mm. High and I both think the series goes seven. All right, Sal, have a great Fox Bet show. And Extra Points Podcast, as always, you can check it out. Sal, we love you. I'll see you next week. Uh, hey, buddy, talk to get next everything week. you needed on Father's Day. <laughs> I'll get it next year. See you, about. All right, there he is, uh, Cousin Sal. Check him out on Foxbet. Carver High had a big Father's Day. I saw a little Willie with ice cream all over his face. He had Ray Lewis with him. There was a lot of hugging and kissing going on, a lot of action. But he's only focused on the Islanders right now. He doesn't want to talk about family matters or Father's Day dinners or getting together with people. He's only focused on the Islanders winning hockey games. He barely even looks at his wife these days because of the hockey. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
Just in and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Carver High, I think DeGrom's throwing a gem in this first game of the doubleheader through three innings, no runs, no hits, five Ks. He's dealing. He's making beautiful plays. A line drive up the middle. He snagged. Plus, he's passed a couple of uh, shakedowns. They do a, a body strip search of you and an anal cavity check when you come off the mound now in baseball starting today. He's the first victim of it. Uh, the Mets still up. Bills planning to build a new stadium in Orchard Park. Could open by 25, 26, 27 at the latest. Carver High excited he's going to be a season ticket holder. Bills won't require fans to be vaccinated for a full house this season. That should be uh, really healthy. Josh Allen willing to help the Bills a little bit on a new contract. Loves Buffalo. Going to give a little back. Giants will retire Eli Manning's number 10 and add him to the ring of honor in week three against the Falcons. Joins the organization as business ops and fan engagement role, whatever the hell that is. Cards first round pick Zavon Collins arrested, accused of reckless driving. No one's ever heard of him. Only vaccinated fans will be allowed to the World Cup next year in Qatar. Oklahoma State coach Mike Gundy accepts a $1 million pay cut for the second straight year to help the school with the pandemic. A 14-year-old boy found living on his own in New Jersey in a house for six months after his father abandoned him to go back to Honduras. That's the father of the year right there on Father's Day. Deserts his kid, leaves him uh, homeless. Botched pothole repair that looks like a giant male organ mocked by locals. There's a giant D in the street, Carver High. You want to avoid that in a drive-by. <laughs> Cops bust a thief who stole 42,000 pounds of pistachio nuts. That's a hell of an effort. A couple breaks up after being handcuffed together for 123 days. That'll make a man what? out of you. That's how you find out if you what? love somebody. Get handcuffed to him for 123 days. That should make a movie out of that. And a Honestly. Texas man hands a beer to the cops during a DUI stop. He told the cop to hold his beer while he got unbuckled and got out of the car. That is fantastic. I mean, that is just terrific. Tonight on the bench at 10, we got the uh, great hockey game five in Tampa. Plus, we got Dodgers and Padres, Carver High. Who are you taking in that first game of that series? Padres, baby, let's go. All right, good night. The only place to turn for expert sports gaming strategies and information. But we just call it The Edge. 
Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.